You're listening to the AntsMarching.org podcast, the new brand of AM radio. Hey, good evening, everybody, and welcome back to the AntsMarching.org podcast. We're at episode 79. It's a Monday evening. Uh, everybody's back in the swing of a full work week, but we're here. And but what did you just tell us before we started? I told you that it was Ants Podcast 79 coming up, and we're ready to rock. No, you told us something else. Well, we're, we're going to enjoy some beer first, I think, because okay. those days are fleeting, as I'm going to be cutting back. That's what I told you. Cutting back. I don't drink a lot right now, as it is. You can attest to that. What are we going to do for the whole start of the podcast? Yeah, I, can I mean, fill, is it Lent? Did I miss something? I can fill beer bottles with water. I can fake it. <laughs> Not the first time you can, he's faked. You, you could have one a week, I'm sure, Matt. That uh, be maybe, okay. maybe. We'll never tell. Well, well uh, our friends at Sam Adams, uh, well, let me know, how are you guys doing? I'm sorry, I blew right past that. I'm doing good. Uh, I, 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 um, I'm recovering from another good set of shows. How are you, Jake? I am, I am quite well. The, uh, the humidity is um, recoculous here in Florida. So just a reminder, if you're coming down in a couple weeks from when we're recording this for the Florida shows, um, it is ridiculously hot. So just keep that in mind. But other than that, I'm fine. Thank you. I had people over for, um, for the Pittsburgh show, and my AC decided not to work. So I feel like I'm living with you. Jake. Oh my god! Oh my god! I wouldn't wish that on anybody. <laughs> I meant the living awful. with me part. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so um, uh, we are very fortunate today. We our friends at Sam Adams sent us some beer. Yes, uh, I think it's okay to say that in terms of sending absolutely. Beer. Yeah. Um, but uh, so really appreciate it. It's a nice hot summer day here in Seattle. Uh, beautiful sunshine outside and here I am with headphones and speaking into a microphone in, a, in my office. Um, but I am currently drinking a Samuel Adams Got to Goza. So it is, it is a Goza style, which if you're not familiar, it's, it's a German style beer. A little bit of a tartness, some mineral character. They threw in some salt and coriander with cucumber added in this particular version. So um, I'm drinking the Goza because I'm, I'm a sour fan, even though this is Considered a mild sour, but it's refreshing. Oh, yeah, that's good. I like it. I, I can taste the cucumber. Wow. Major upgrade from the last few beers you've had. I know. <laughs> 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 what do you got, Jake? Uh, I, I am also drinking, of course, from Samuel Adams. Again, thanks to them for uh, giving us some samples. This one is a little bit refreshing, too. It is a, um, a wheat ale brewed with apricots and spice. It is called Whitewater IPA. Um, which is standby continuing your theme of IPAs. Yeah. Yes. Continuing my theme of IPAs is, as you know, and wow, that is quite tasty. And just like yours, Matthew, it is quite refreshing on a hot day. You, you need it. I do need it. I do. I need like seven you, of these. You need it. Like you need to change the shorts three times a day down there <laughs> in that humidity. You have no idea. I've sweated out of parts of my body that didn't know had sweat coming from them. Have you ever <laughs> sweated from your toes? That's just, it's just unnatural. Yet you still need bathroom breaks every ten minutes. I don't. I don't it's get cr- that. It, you would think that it wouldn't matter, but somehow I'm I'm sweating out of my penis. Apparently, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got one here. Another Sam Adams. Thank you, Sam Adams. I got the Heaven or Hell's um, soft honey malt notes and floral grassy hops. You will be left asking yourself: Is this heaven or is this hell? So let me give it. Let me give this a shot here. Oh, well All done. Right, wow. I think the sound effects are great. 
like it. Yeah. Uh oh. Little up, uh, little come up, a little came outside you, the bottle. I'm gonna do were, a little dripping oh, action here. A little here. aggressive with the opening, I think. Yes, I think so. But <laughs> anything for the show. Anything for it. Let's do it. <laughs> we've had uh, we've had two or three shows, depending uh, since our last podcast, depending on what considers a tour show, right, Joe? <laughs> See, now we're gonna have a debate about uh, no, that. We have a debate no, about no. liberations. Now we're gonna have a debate about what counts as a show. Oh, the liberation stuff's coming back too. There's a reprise in this episode on that debate. But uh, no, no. So not uh, three tour shows, two tour shows, but they're also the sprinkling of the const. What is it? Constellation Music. I don't know what it, the C Mac in Canadaigua yeah. yeah. uh, Amphitheater for Dave and Tim. Uh, let's let's dive into that first what do you think uh and then we'll get into that we'll get back to the tour but um c-mac is becoming a, a, a an annual thing for dave and tim to play down there in canadagua in the finger lakes region of new york really beautiful area nice amphitheater um how many years have they played there now Oof. let me see if i can pull That's it up good question hang on phrasing um i have it right here in front of me by sitting on the tour central page i can just click on the word that i can't say um City, and I will tell you that Dave and Tim played there 2010, 2012, and this year. So this is the third performance by Dave and Tim at the Constellation Brands uh, Marvin Sands Performing Arts Theater. It's definitely not annual. My bad. I thought thought it was more regular than that. It's every two to four years, roughly. 2010, 2012, 2016. So about as often as their album coming up. What? (laughs) Never mind. Pretty good. (laughs) Never mind. Exactly. Uh, but we did if see. You, if you're not familiar with Constellation Brands, if I just say it's Constellation Brands is actually a liquor producer, alcohol producer of many different brands. One of which is Dreaming Tree, um, you know Dave's nationwide um, wine brand. Interesting. Yeah, so that's where that's where I think it originated um, when they first came out with Dreaming Tree wines. They kind of did a. To the C-Max show, and it's just kind of continued that that relationship between Constellation and and Dave. And as a result, he's done a Dave and Tim show at C-Max. And then I guess he's done, um, you know, down in uh, New Orleans. And I think there was one on the West Coast, if I'm not mistaken. But In, in, in Oakland, yes. Okay, there you go. So two, two like, two big surprises, not big surprises, but two surprises about the show. One, uh, the Stone Opener comes out. Now, again... I wouldn't say lean into anything you see in the Dave and Tim show during a tour season and, and apply that to the tour. I don't really think that necessarily holds weight. Uh, but I know everybody on this podcast would love to hear the stone return to rotation in the tour. Has Please, not slowly. yet. Has not yet. Um, and no Dodo. And, you know, I can't believe it, but a lot of people were walking around talking with confidence that, oh, well, they're going to play the Dave and Tim show. I'm going to hear it there. And I said, what, what are you smoking? What's giving you that assumption? No, you're not. And they didn't. <laughs> So, uh, well, I mean, they did they did tease it, though. You know, they did, you know, have that defined tease that at least the two deaf guys here could hear pretty clearly Um, from Alpine. You're talking about. Yeah, yeah, from from Alpine. So you you would you would have I would have thought they were going to play. it. I thought there was a better than average chance that they would play it for sure. I would have said below 50 percent, less than 50 50. And I was the one walking around with confidence. Not that much confidence, but I was like, that's got to come. This is the perfect time. I was actually saying if it didn't come at Alpine, darn, because I thought it would come night two. Um, but now, yeah, I consider it a luck for Canadagua for C-Mac. Oh, and I would have been angry. Really? Well, I mean, come on. We've heard it, Dave, Dave Solo or whatever. Enough of that crap. We want it full band. That's the point, I think. The point of Free Dodo is full band Dodo, not this two personnel song. 
right? And I think we I think we got a question about that. Um, you know, does it count if the if it only plays it as no, uh, Dave and Tim? Right. And so that's Will Sinclair, who's always putting insightful questions out at us. Thank you, Will. Um, Jake, I'm going to steal this from you. But uh, right. if Free Dodo is played with Dave, Tim, and Carter, now it's a little bit of a wrinkle, right? Not necessarily a Dave and Tim. But if it's played with just Dave, Tim, and Carter, is that enough to satiate drink fans? How many members <laughs> equals full band? And I will say it is not enough. And secondarily, when you have the DMB 3.0 horn section, why the hell wouldn't you use it on one of the only songs that has a horn section in it? I don't. A Dave, Tim, and Carter would be a foolish waste of play, I think. So that's no. a really that's a really good point. That's a, that's an excellent point about the fact that you know how how do they not play it with with the horns there? I mean, it's it's literally made for horns. Yep. I, I didn't really think about that because I would have gone the other way on that until you made that point and said, no, I'm going to count it because at this point, uh, any dodo is better than no dodo. However, Matt, you've yeah. uh, you, you've turned me and I agree with you. Yeah, we're, to your point, Jake, and I would normally agree with you there, too. Like in general, that statement is true. But however, we've seen it, Dave and friends, we've seen it, Dave and Tim. I, the whole point is get the full band behind the song. And having it, having us, him throw us a bone with a Dave and Tim version, actually just is kind of more salt in the wound. I was actually, you know what, you guys are convincing me too. <laughs> I mean, I was like, what is going on here? But you know, the reason we all want it back is because we all think the band does can do a really good job with it. Yeah. And you know, we're not saying just bring it back, just and, and get it, bring it back in some subpar form we want the band to bring it back and think it'd be really good song so you know if it gets played i mean let's be honest if it get, uh, you know we're at uh we're up in um, new hampshire or in saratoga and it gets played dave and tim i'm still gonna go crazy about it um but i really want the full band version if i go crazy because i'm i'm just gonna be like no i think that would be a net negative i know that sounds weird not a net no, negative. No, I, I'm sorry. I know it sounds weird, but they might also weird. think that there you got it, and that's not the way we want it. That's not why we're clamoring for it. That's true. That is true. So, I, I guess. Do, oh do you, boy. Do you think it? Do you think it's safe to say that the last song um, that had such a reaction from fans like this that had never been played before? You have to go all the way back to the 2001 tour to Big Eyed Fish when Big Eyed Fish had never been played before, but Fans, we'd all heard it on the Lily White sessions that had leaked by then, and fans were going crazy for for Big Eyed Fish. Now, of course, there was no free Big Eyed Fish shirts or anything like that, but I mean, that's the only thing I could even think of that compares to this. Because now it's getting to the point where people are saying, "I really want to hear this song." Right. And and yeah, Big Eyed and- Fish, that was a time when soundcheck soundcheck spotting was a big thing pre-show, and they Good were point. also playing that in the soundcheck, and that was really getting getting the fan base worked up into a lather. Good point. Good point. So there, there had been some, some fans uh, milling about that that had heard that, you know, and people are going, "This is inconceivable." They have not played it yet. Oh, there's a drink word. Drink. Oh, I can do uh, that. Um, uh, yeah, I guess now that you put you say it, it's like we, there's been so much community kind of helping come together to you know kind of help raise awareness for you know Dodo. If we looked back on 2016 and we got a Dave and Tim performance of dodo and we look back at free dodo and said was free dodo successful i think we'd say no yeah that's all we got was just a dave and tim played the song once i would agree with you wholeheartedly there 
needs to be played. Absolutely. You refunding for the shirts in that case, Jake? Uh, free, yeah. Matt. They're, they're, it's, <laughs> they're free. They're free. No, no shirts. <laughs> what, 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 there's no refund. Uh, but it was a, it was a good show. I mean, I I I like the show. Um, in general, like I said, Stone Opener, just a lot of songs. Twenty seven songs, double encore. Some people call it two point five encore because um, they they took off their guitars before the last song and stood before up ants. and yeah. yeah yeah and then put their guitars back on and played ants. So. Uh, they didn't leave the stage or anything, but still, two encores, twenty-seven songs, pretty, pretty killer set of a, songs. A, a new, a brand new, well, not brand new to Tim, probably, but a new Tim song played that he's never played before in front of us. Uh, Tangled web we weave. That was a new one, huh? New one, yeah. Well, I, n- new for us. He, D- Tim, had never played it uh, at a Dave and Tim show before, so that's kind of yeah. neat. Always Actually, good to hear Tim's songs. They're just, they're just fun. You know? And and there are a few songs that are were the first time we've gotten Dave and Tim acoustic versions of them. You know, back in at the Bernie show that you were at, Matt. Right, right. We got the you got to hear Samurai Cop acoustic. Um, but then for C Mac, got Death on the High Seas. Um, I think what, Bismarck. Was that right? Bismarck, yeah. Bismarck. Um, Yep. And Sam, and then uh, Samurai Cop too. Yes, and Samurai Cop. Samurai Cop was the first time Dave and Tim, whereas uh, Bernie was uh, just Dave, I think, by himself doing Samurai right. Cop. Just Dave and Bernie. Interesting. Bernie. <laughs> it, interesting. The songs that were played, uh, Dave and Tim, that were not played this year, full band. That that seemingly, if you would have said before the year, they would have seemed like seemed to be locks. Uh, the Stone, obviously, that we we talked about. Also, Snow Outside. Um, Snow Outside got a lot of play last year in the acoustic sets. And again, that goes back to something we've discussed before. I wonder if they became a little more comfortable with some songs in the acoustic setting uh, as opposed to full band. Two Step was was played at um, at CMAC, and we yes. know that was you know has been on hiatus, came back for Alpine, but you know has disappeared again. And I know they played Save Me, and I don't believe they played Save Me this year yet either, which got a lot of play last year. I, I so, still I still am a subscriber of the, the feeling that what's played at a Dave and Tim show with close proximity to a, a full band set is not really consequential. Which is kind of ironic because that's a question that uh, hashtag Brad, your friend, at the real Brad Gunn asked not at Ants Marching. Any Brad Gunns the, out there. Yeah, not the fake Brad Gun. Just make sure we're clear. It's the real Brad Gun. Um, if a band won't play a song, I assume Dave doesn't remember like it. But what if he plays it only Dave and Tim? Hashtag Ants Podcast. Hashtag Bartender. Hmm. Well, he certainly hmm. doesn't not remember or not like it if he's playing it, right? Correct. And I and I and I tend to agree with you, Matt, that they're really kind of different animals. So I don't think you can really compare yeah. one to the other. I, I think he's more comfortable playing songs, Dave and Tim, certain songs. Certain songs fit in better to the set. It's a longer set by, you know, a third to a half, long twice as much longer. Not almost not twice as much, but the half as long. Well, you know what I'm talking about. Fifty percent. Yeah, Fifty percent. Yes, thank you. <laughs> um, twice as twice as half as long voila. as <laughs> But I have to fill that with something, right? And um so I, I just think he's, they're more comfortable playing certain songs in an acoustic setting. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with that. I, I would agree with that. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's always fun in Dave and Tim shows because you really don't know what the encores are going to be. Um, and this one, as we talked about, the two and a half <laughs> song or two and a half encores, uh, Crash Two-Step O, 
Tripping Billy's Ants Marching. I mean, even Crash in a encore is not exactly traditional. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of neat. And then Two Step, you know, as, as we mentioned, not being played very often at all this year, just played once. So that kind of snuck up on people. Would you consider mm-hmm. that a liberation, Joe? Because it's the first time it's been played Dave and Tim in like eight months, right? <laughs> I mean, that thing's been liberated. No, uh, for, uh, Alpine took care of that for you, Matt. So you don't have to stress about it. Not Dave and Tim. Not David Tim. I hear it was Take sunny care. and 80 degrees there, too, because that's got to be calculated in on a Wednesday. <laughs> yes. I was, just, many... I was just sad the ladies didn't come out for, for a song. Oh, you did not just say that. Right. Yeah, they had God. a different crew setting up. They had a different guy holding the lights. So it, they, had, they never played that version before. <laughs> when was the last time they did a Dave and Tim two-step on a Wednesday after 1030 Eastern? And Fenton, Fenton had a burrito for dinner that night, so yes. clearly things are way <laughs> off. <laughs> I love it. I like this. That's a pretty unique one. Hopefully, they release this live. <laughs> do, do we get a Do we get a badge for that in the uh, anthem? We will be adding that burrito badge. Burrito badge. Oh. Well, that brings us to our back to the summer, the DMV Summer 2006 DMV One Set Tour here. Um, two two shows this week. Joe went to three um, in his old stomping grounds and new stomping grounds, one of Columbus, Ohio, and then Burgettstown, PA. So, Joe, take that away. What do you like? What do you hear? What do you say? I mean, mean, we'll start with Columbus. And I think the way I would summarize it, probably the the biggest takeaway from Columbus was the show was highly, highly influenced by the recent events in the news. Um, a lot of the stuff going on. So, I mean, it opened like, you know, every day, Mercy, which hasn't been played very much. You know, you might die trying, Death on the High Seas, Don't Drink. And the first five songs were very much focused, influenced um, by by the events. And actually on, on the set to close, or one of the options to close is kind of a debate, was uh, Granny, which I think, again, kind of, influenced by by some of the stuff going on so you know dave during the show kind of said i you know i really wasn't going to say anything but i just feel like I, I i need to and he kind of said a few words and got a good um you know good support from everybody that was there um but that was definitely very much influenced and i would say the mercy i mean dave was you know i you know i'm not the biggest fan of mercy by any means but dave was really like passionate about that version of mercy i think he was he was feeling it so um had special special relevance to him in the band uh, at the show and it's unfortunate um, because it's it's not a it's not a bad song by any stretch of the imagination but it just doesn't it just doesn't work live and it doesn't and and it's unfortunate and he puts a lot into it and he means it but it's still a song that literally no one's bringing a sign that says they want to hear mercy and it's reflected basically in the ratings um Mm -hmm. Although that one's a little bit higher than normal, it was it's sitting at point three five three right the second. And like you said, Joe, that's probably because of the effect of of what Dave put into it just by the people there. That that, dro- that yep. dragged down from a three six nine average that it was earlier today when I, a few hours ago putting this doc together. So it's actually yeah. dipped. So, yeah, it's just a little as as time wears off a little bit, kind of people look back at it. Um, and that's unfortunate because it's a good song. It just sometimes songs don't work live. It happens. Mm-hmm. Um, recently came back. 
again. Just a nice little again. Yes. Sec- um, li- uh, wait, liberation. Second liberation. Second once liberation. Removed, once removed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. Um, you know, I thought that would be. <laughs> no. Um, kind of too much is not hasn't been seen a lot of play either, right? Um, yeah. O- that was only kind of fifth different. time for for too much. That's kind of strange. And I just knew, I don't know how I knew, I must have just got, you know, a special message, but somehow I knew that Jimmy thing was going to close the set. I don't know how, who wouldn't, I don't know, I don't know how I would have thought that, but I just kind of did. When they played that, Joe, did you guys just look around, everybody in your little um, horde of people just look around like, what? Surprise! I can't believe it. Uh, it, it, it just like it was so obvious it was going to be Jimmy thing because just the way that the show set up. Joe, no, it got you crushed. Still, it got... Did you still love it? I did. I had, oh, to, I had to. You're required. You're required to at the show. It's part of you sign it when you enter the door. You're gonna oh, love it. So gross. you love it for the moment, but then you you moan uh, a little bit afterwards. Really? Because um, I don't think that's ever happened with Matt in the history of DMB. There is no loving in the moment. I feel what I feel when I feel it. And I didn't feel it for that song. <laughs> I just don't. Yeah. So that that you know that's a little bit of a, maybe a down. What did what did uh, Jimmy get on the show flow? Uh, it is sitting right this very second as I look at it. Oops. Hold on. Uh, I can't wait to have to rejigger the chart as Jimmy drives the new floor. Yeah. <laughs> Attended users, it is sitting at a rock solid zero right this very second. Which is kind of high for Jimmy. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a bump. <laughs> that's a post-convention <laughs> bump right there. Yeah. Well, what's unique about Columbus is Columbus hasn't had a show in um, in Columbus. They haven't had a show since uh, 2010. So it's been six years since Columbus had a show, which you wouldn't think. Columbus used to be a place that they would open the tour, would have two nights, at, uh, you know, it'd be a two-night stand at Polaris or Jermaine. Um, it hasn't had, a, hasn't had a show in six years. So I was really hoping that they would bring it. Uh, already had done the Cleveland show, already had done the Cincy show earlier in the tour, um, had a few weeks here between. So it was ho- it's an indoor venue. Um, so I was hoping that it would be, um, you know, the crowd would bring it. It was a nearly sellout. I mean, I looked at the day before, there could have only been like 100 tickets left. And I didn't even get looked right before showtime to see if it actually did. But it was nearly a sellout. You know, this is a large, large indoor stadium. Um and so crowd energy was good. I thought it was really good. Lights, sound, all good. I guess one thing about sound is um, we lost Boyd for like his whole solo in, I think it was Crush, um, which was really unfortunate. He was just up there strumming away for a, for minutes, minutes, minutes. And we could the, the, we had nothing through the speaker system. Couldn't hear anything. Mm. Um which was really, really disappointed. You know, he just kept going, hoping that it could get fixed. And none of the crew or anything ran out on stage. And actually, the band didn't even really kind of like look at each other, like, should we should we change our plan? Um, I did see Dave whisper to something to Boyd after the song, uh, which I don't know. Maybe it was just like, nice job continuing going. I'm not sure. Started really good. <laughs> Do you, would you consider that uh, a unique performance, therefore liberated? Is that a liberation of... Uh... First crush without a solo from Boyd at a full band show. Right. On a, where he, where on a Friday. Playing, he was playing air violin. <laughs> In a state no, that I starts would. with a, a vowel. No, I wouldn't. Um, actually, I think it was probably Lion or Grace that this happened. No, not Lion. Did they play Lion or Grace? Uh, I'm trying to remember um, from it. Maybe it was, was Crush. It, but Was it Seven? 
No, it was not seven. I don't know that. Um, because I know when to, I know to go to the bathroom when seven comes up. Yeah. Um, wow, wow, I know, which sucks because recently it was right after it, and seven is not that long of a song. That's what you get for abandoning uh, that seven, is what you get, seven yeah. yeah. But I figured Crash was right before it, and I was like, okay, hopefully something good after Crash, and then it was seven. I was like, all right, gotta cut bait, bathroom time. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, I think overall, uh, Columbus brought it for not having a show, and hopefully that means they will um, continue visiting Columbus in 2018. One can hope. So did you hit the ride um, with the band, or did you drive yourself to uh, the following show? I cannot, decla- not, cannot disclose that answer. Um, signed a confidentiality agreement. Sorry, Matt. Um, but but by, by, the way, by the way, real quick at Columbus, the overall uh, rating for the show is only... Three point six nine. Were we talking is, about this already? I thought I didn't think we well, talked I, about not this. an overall rating. Oh, I thought you said the rating was like a three five or something, and and I told you it dipped from earlier today. No, no, no. Oh, I was talking Jimmy. Yeah, I was oh, talking about my Jimmy mistake. Thing my mistake. Specific. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. No, oh, no, no, I was talking mistake. specifically about Jimmy thing. Um, no, the um, uh, the show rating overall, yes, Matthew is indeed a three point six nine, little low. Show flow forty percent. I don't know, Matt. Did you like the set list? Uh, I mean, is someone? It didn't strike. You me. weren't there. I wasn't there. No. You know, I don't care the about every day in mercy and snooze. You know. The problem is, is this had a lot, probably a lot of fans that were also the Cincinnati show, and I know we talked in uh, two podcasts ago, our last podcast. Cincinnati's up there in the running for one of the better shows. There's a couple. I know you guys like Seville a lot, and and others. But Cincinnati is up there, and so I probably, you know, compared to that, it gets a little bit lower rating. Which is which is fair because that's what's happening is people are seeing a show earlier and like, hey, I get to come back in a couple weeks and see another show. I'm like, holy crap, I just saw the same exact show. Right. Went a little bit mixed up. Yeah. So okay. which which took us to Pittsburgh, and I, you know, it's a it's about a three hours drive for those that made the trip between them. And, um, you know, I, you know, kind of similar to what we talked about with the two Virginia shows, Virginia Beach and Bristow, would you expect repeats between those shows? And we didn't, and they didn't either, really, for the most part. Uh, well, they did. They played, they played, what is it, like four repeats or three repeats? They played. Um, yeah, but I mean, in 2016, that's nothing. Yeah, true. I guess I just figured, hey, we heard Samurai Cop, we heard Bob Law, um, you know, maybe they'll mix it up and play one of the other new ones, but they played the same ones. But I guess that's kind of the theme, is keeping up with playing Samurai Cop at every opportunity. Um, probably what's a little bit disappointing about Pittsburgh's show is open with One Sweet World. Um, you know, I think that's getting getting its heavy run of openings. It would be nice to get to mix it up, but went into Minarets and uh, Minarets was great. You know, it's got the Carter rap intro and he actually did the Carter rap intro either intentionally or unintentionally like off a half beat. So um sounded really cool. If, if it's and based it, on it, percussion and tempo and Carter does it, it's always intentional. That's a good point. Well, I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't say that Carter did it unintentional. If it, yeah, Carter does it. It's intentional. Um, and Dave didn't get thrown off by it. He kept doing his, you know, his intro to Minarets while Carter was like definitely a little bit off or intentionally doing it, a, um, you know, a half beat off. Um, so it sounded really cool. I liked it. It was way more intricate. Um, so Minarets was definitely a nice highlight there. Um, always love seeing Seek Up. They've been killing that song lately. 
um, yeah, Dave's been, you know, Dave's, Dave's been feeling, um, feeling the songs that have him screaming because Jake, he brought back your favorite fool to think. Once again, if you're happy to see this, you are the problem. Ooh, that stinks. <laughs> you are literally the problem. Just think, they haven't played busted stuff. They haven't played broken things. They haven't played um, Dodo. They, have, they, ha- they haven't played Dodo. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can go. They haven't played Pay for What You Get. They haven't played I'll Back You Up. You can go through a litany of songs that they have not played, and they've played this song twice. I mean, that's embarrassing. Full of Thick is fun to sing. I like the refrain. Um, yeah, well, you like everything, and you don't even know lyrics. You, we've established this <laughs> many, many times. Even if you knew them, okay. you can't pronounce them. Yeah, this is, that's very true. But, I mean, <sighs> seriously, you're, you're telling me you'd rather hear that than, than busted stuff? JTR? No. no. I mean, come on. I'm not How about Toy I'm Soldiers? What if they played Full of Thick and said, you know what? It's between this and Toy Soldiers. Eh, screw it. Let's play, play phone book. GRR. No, exactly. you know, you you know, I will take to- toy soldiers as Joe's mission. Oh, Joe wants <laughs> toy soldiers really bad. Got a better chance uh, of Joe not liking a song than hearing toy soldiers. <laughs> true. That, that's my only point. I don't want to belabor it because it's going to be another five minutes of me. Well, I was, what I wanted to make a point about this is actually the crowd responded even worse than Camden. So Camden, I, I feel like people um, like a very few people recognized it and were like, whoa, it's full to think they haven't played this in a while. Um, it came on at Pittsburgh, and I don't think anybody knew the freaking song. Worse, to be honest, worse reaction, more more yeah. hostile reaction. Fool to think or Plastic Girl at Alpine? I think Plastic Girl gets a it's a hostile. <laughs> oh, fool to Jake, think it was a, bad. Fool to think it's a wait a minute. I know this song. Okay. What, what is oh yeah, Plastic Girl. Like one performance in the can, and it comes out again, and he says, "Here it comes," and the, the, you hear this groan. You hear the groan oh. of just oh, it's so I've, bad. I've, I've, I've never heard anything get a reaction like that that no. quickly. Not even, not even be yourself got a loving reaction wings. like that that quickly. Yeah, or loving, yeah, loving wings. So it's, but loving wings kind of had that weird kind of slow intro into it, so yeah. nobody knew what was going on. It's crap. Another uh, tour highlight or uh, show highlight, excuse me, was um, Drive and Drive Out, which has gotten cut a bunch of times from the set. And, you know, whether you call it a highlight or not, I'll, I'll call it a highlight. Um, Stay made its return, which is great. Love Stay, Love Stay mid set, Love Stay with just Minus. Dave yeah. and Carter oh, and Rashawn singing. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. And. And a huge liberation. And then, you know, the other song coming back everybody's been asking for, Sister. Oh, come on. Play the slow songs. Yeah. I I still don't mind Sister. I still feel bad for Sister. It gets a ton of hate. Do you think that they didn't mean to play Drive and Drive Out and they really meant to play Dodo and they just misspelled it? Probably. (laughs) I I love that the, uh, the, the set list print says, don't drink, and then underneath it says drive. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i like that um well actually i never thought of that this maybe this isn't funny um it isn't funny but um actually last year at uh, after the pittsburgh show there's like just one main access road in and out and there was a, a death uh leaving the show um i don't and i never heard if it was something that it was actually a show it backed up the entire way out of the show people sat on the highway for hours um and um, I don't know if that was related to alcohol, and maybe that was some some influence. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. Yeah, but um, 
the, everyone really, really liked this show set, but for those that weren't there, really thought that the encore, you know, is like good show until the encore. And the encore was Sister and You Might Die Trying. And You Might Die Trying, um, again, was a repeat. You know, Warehouse is a repeat, Babla, You Might Die Trying, Crush. Um, you know, like I said, a bunch of repeats for two shows that were days after each other, three hours apart. But then, yeah, You Might Die Trying, closing the show. What I would say is, for those that may not know, is the main set we were into 11 o'clock in the main set before we even got an encore break which is pretty crazy um so it very much could have warranted a single song encore given the timing mm. but um you know we were talking about this last time you know just play the a three minute song or something it still adds a little bit more to build up for the closer than just doing a single song and they did that this time they played sister um and then got you might the, die trying so two lowest rated show flow songs of the show were the two encore songs yeah, and and it's it, you know it's because it's a little bit of dip in the encore. But like I said, I, if you, you have to think about where we were in the time of the show, we were we were past eleven. Um, we were late, late. Carter didn't give out any sticks um, after the end of the show. They were they were just really far behind um, on the on the set time. So I, happy to still get two songs because uh, oh, they you easily could have just done one. They easily could have done one. Joe, I have a quick question for you. Yeah. What was the reaction that Dive In received? Mm, good question. Let me try to think. Good question. Let me try to think. Um, That's on my personal liberation. Uh, yeah. So um, I, I would like to hear it. And I, I'm always kind of it was, interested. I, I remember people yelling out, Dive In. Ooh, Dive In. I remember that. And then during throughout the song, I think it was pretty pretty mellow. It was pretty pretty chill. I, one of the nice things was uh, I was happened to be in the pit. The pit actually was nice. There's plenty of room. It's small pit. Probably can only do you know twelve people deep maybe at the at the peak. Um, but even with that small of a pit, they had plenty of room. Didn't oversell it. And so people had plenty of room to dance. Um, and I think you know people were pretty chill, just kind of swaying and dancing to it. It wasn't any over excitement by any means. I like the song. Yeah, I, I kind of dig it too. It's just kind of. Yeah. Never mind the ridiculous, yeah. the ridiculous, contradictory global warming, like oceans are rising and then dive in the empty ocean. Which is it, Dave? <laughs> Which is it? Well, 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 it's yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Catastrophe. Anyway, I like the song. I do. Now, does that get a badge? Because I think that's a liberation because it's never been played in Pittsburgh. I'm checking on that I right this very so. second. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, actually, no, it's only the second playing. So is that a... Uh, is that a liberation for only the second time being played in Pittsburgh? Oh, it's inconceivable you guys would run this into the ground. Ooh, I'm thirsty too. Good timing. Drink. Oh, oh empty ocean. I'm told by a periscope it's empty of life because that'll happen. So, yeah, good call. Oh, oh, like, I like, the, like, oh. like devoid. I get it. Okay. Mm. Dive mm, into I... the devoid ocean. Oh, that, I get it. Yeah, because that, yeah. I don't know. That makes me so angry. I want to go off like a devil in a church. In the middle of a crowded room, not just a regular church, but like a church that was like in a crowded room. <laughs> like, that's the way I want to go. So, Burgettstown is the highest rated show flow show so far of the tour. Wow. Yeah. Is it really? Well received. What's the number on that? 4.22 average, but the show flow rating is 58%. Real high. <whistles> yeah. It had a great run. It, the, the run of Don't Drink. Um, drive in, drive out. Dancing Nancy's into warehouse um, was like nearly like a perfect and score. It started hot too. Yep, and started hot too. You're right. I don't know why One Two World is getting such a good rating, but um, Ninarets uh -huh. and 
Um, and Grace had had good ratings too. Grace, it's it's odd that the people are down on Kill the Preacher because it's only like fifty five seconds, but it's enough to people go, eh, I don't want to hear it going into to why I am, which is mm-hmm. strange. And still, I'd actually I'd actually have Kill the Preacher than why I am. I don't know if I'm I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm in the minority there, but I'd actually reverse them. You're probably in the minority. I think why I am is quite well received. Oh, it if is. People it, love it. it. If you don't like why I am, it's you might be following the wrong band. I mean, <laughs> really? I mean, seriously. Well, that's so that uh, that wraps up the two shows that, that uh, since our last podcast, uh, we will take a quick brief break, and I know that's redundant, but so will it, so be it. We'll come back. Like diving into an empty ocean. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back, and we will get to your questions, and we will talk about, of course, the Satlas game. Yeah, we'll be right back. Thanks for hanging out.
All right, welcome back to our second segment of the Ants Podcast, episode 79. Uh, we just Before we wanted to continue on, we wanted to thank uh, everyone who came out to the Columbus and Pittsburgh gatherings. Uh, Joe, it was a good time, I'm assuming? It was a great time, yeah. I think everybody stopped in at the Columbus gathering or stopped by the tailgate in Pittsburgh and um, and, and said hi. I had a number of people that said hi. And thanks. a lot of podcast listeners um, and a lot of people that stopped by said thanks for the podcast. So I really appreciate the, the positive feedback. Um, actually got recognized by my voice, um, walking out of the show <laughs> from, ah, I forget her name. I want to say it's Allison. Um, I'm sorry if I got that wrong, Allison, or, or your name, I'll get it right next time. But, um, yes, thank you to everybody that came and said hi, um, uh, during the, during the gatherings. Cool. Well, all right. So we have the set list game, of course, and things are really heating up here. Um, we had two shows, of course, right? You can, anybody can win any show. You win a, you win an Ants tour wristband that uh, I will reach out to you if you've won a show, and we'll arrange some some mail coordination. Um, and you can play it from the Ants Marching Network website, or you can play it from the DMB Hub app. So if you haven't downloaded the DMB Hub app and you know an iPhone, it's free. Search DMB Hub and hit it up. Great app, and you can play the game right from there. So Jake, how'd Columbus shake out? Well, I'm so glad you asked. The overall songs. 22 were played and the average uh, score was 21.04 that's not too shabby we've seen higher scores but for what we could essentially call a night one um that's not bad the winner with 42 points was chad moore zero i'm gonna say it's chad moore with a zero at the end so i'm gonna say chad moore zero he uh picked 11 <laughs> songs spotted four of them and he got the closer which was Rapunzel. Not only did he pick the closer, but he spotted the closer. What do we call that, Joe? We call it a shot collar. Shot collar. Exactly, Mundo. Right behind him was J. Corey Thomas, 86, with 40 points. Uh, two through 10th place all had uh, three spots picked, and Chad Moore at zero's fourth call shot was the difference. So not too bad there. You know, you're getting three spots. That's, that's not too shabby, but... Uh, Got to get over that hump, and that's where Chad Moore Zero came in. Speaking of zeros, that is the number of people that actually picked the opener and the closer. Not something you see like every time. Usually there's somebody in there sneaking in. Two people did spot the closer, including, of course, Chad Moore Zero. You want to guess how many people actually got the opening song, which was Every Day. Not a traditional opener by any stretch of the imagination. So what do you think, Matt? Mm, higher low i'd say it's probably pretty low you would be correct sir because believe it or not only three people picked every day as the opener that's crazy i mean that's, that's still that's, that's, that's still a low, number that's though. a lot lower than there's a lot lower i actually thought it would be higher than that yeah that's wicked low that's crazy uh and as far as the closer which was rapunzel um you want to guess the closer i'll give you a hint it's a little bit higher but not a lot not Four. a lot <laughs> three and a half it's it's actually close it was actually three and a quarter so, so oh three oh. and a quarter uh, so close no actually 11 people which again that's really kind of low um you know it's it's rapunzel people come on how do you not realize they're going to close with it but it happens uh the most missed song no, of the no, show that, that was that was i just took that away from you jake that was old data I was just—I know—I was just talking to myself. Actually, I was wondering to myself what would be the most missed song. But you know, <laughs> nobody really cares about that anyway. It doesn't matter. We don't even need to mention that stuff. The uh, rarest song, though, of the evening was recently only two people spotted that song. That would be Shano, forty-one to forty-four, and Blaze, thirty-four. Who is a pluser? 
Thank you plus. very much for your support. Plus. Yes, thank you, Joe. Let me try that one more time. Who is a plusser? Plus. There we go. All righty. <laughs> Everyday Mercy recently and too much, all picked by 8% or less of the players. So those were the uh, rarest picks of the songs. Kind of surprised Mercy is as high as it was being picked by, you know, almost 8%. I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect it to even be that high. But what do you got for us for uh, Pittsburgh there, Joe? Pittsburgh. <laughs> Yins did a good job in Pittsburgh. Um, oh. Overall, 20 songs were played, and the average score a little less than Columbus, 18.61. And I probably attribute that to the, um, you know, the fact that they actually played four repeats or so. Probably people weren't banking on that, so that made the scores a little bit lower. Um, but the winner with 37 points was Miro underscore eight, and that's the word eight spelled out, Jay. Thank you. Yep. That includes. Did you, um, go, did you pronounce yeah. that correctly? I think so. I I uh, checked it. It's it's approved. Nice. Got the green. Got the green check mark. Blue check mark. Um, that he actually uh, Miro underscore eight actually overpicked by um by a song too. So that's pretty good. Good that it um didn't hurt. Oh boy, Miro. It could have too. What's that? Yeah, pretty close. Um, because six players were right on his tail with thirty six points. So any one more would have been bad. Mr. Zellers, laid back, underscore BB, live for DMB. Heidi Lou, you might die trying. The song played this uh, played this this game. Um, Scoobs, 144, and our favorite, T-Wigs, 1201. <laughs> T-Wigs. T-Wigs. Um, most songs picked was 12, thanks to Scoobs, 144, and Brosef, underscore Stalin. Stalin. Uh, oh, my goodness. Uh, oh my only God. 28 points. Don't you points know your dictators? Through- <laughs> That's why I didn't think it was really the name. Um, only 28 points through for, um, though, for um, Mr. Stalin. He didn't get that many uh, points even after getting 12 picks. Um, most spots, that was four. That went to Miro underscore eight and Mr. Zeller's frequent um, frequent player. Um, as far as who was able to call the opener and the closer, Four color Kyle was able to, and I had 26 points um, with five pick, two spotted, and um, that opener closer. So um, a little rough on the on the score, but nice job for Kyle um, for getting that. One sweet roll was the opener, guys, and um, a little repetitive. <laughs> Big one. So would anybody get this song right as the opener? Ooh. Who would? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say everyone did. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's a pretty that's a pretty good guess. Um, 185 people um, were able to get this song oh, "One Sweet World," which is pretty pretty darn impressive. I think it was pretty predictable, which is the, which is why I mentioned it was disappointing. Everybody saw it coming. Um, only 11 people picked "You Might Die Trying" as the closer again. I think because of the repeat, people didn't think they would. Four of them spotting it. Four Four Color Kyle, nice job as we mentioned. Flying Chicken. Uh, Lucy Bellrex, Bellrex, and Tripping Bobbies. Nice job, guys. Rare song of the night. The liberation song, Matt, was Stay. Oh, my God, liberation. Oh, my God. <laughs> six people called it, but nobody wow. spotted it. So nice job for the six that thought Stay was going to be the, the song that would make an appearance. Um, Fool to Think, or Jake, what's that song known as? Grr. Grr. Um, G-R-R. Was picked by- GRR was picked by 3% of the players just a hair more than stay. So, um, you know, that's, that's people are 
not maybe um, not on your side, Jake. There, we're trying to get it to come back. Well, um, people are stupid, so I mean, yeah. Um, I'm sure you. I'm, I'm sure if you would have played, it would have raised that percentage up a little bit more. You would have picked it, I'm sure. Uh, Minarets had 52 people spotted in the second hole, so a little bit predictable, I guess. There, and um, the o- yep, only person that was able to spot "Don't Drink the Water" was uh, DNB Crayon. <laughs> Struggling <with> real. <laughs> Can you spell that for us? C R C R A Y O N. Matt, how did we do on the over- overall stats? Well, it's not the first week that it's been this way, but it's it's yet another week that it is. The heartbreak hit himself, Tony P. Plus member. Plus. Yes. He leads by thirty four points. Um, so he's he's stomping out of the gates. He's at 840 total points. It's not an insurmountable lead, but he's clearly showing his dominance. He's you know showing everybody what it's like to play the, the setlist game, pretty much. Uh, he he has hit 325 songs, 45 spots. He's averaging a flat even 30 points a show. He indeed is Steph Curry in his prime for sure. Wow. Number two, we met him at uh, Alpine. Thanks for stopping by and saying hi. Another plus member. Plus. Crash 1983. He's hanging tough like new kids on the block. He's got 806 points. How about this? 290 picks. So he's 35 picks behind the Heartbreak Kid. Three more spots, though, at 48 spots, which has him 34 points back. So a couple big games by him where Tony slips, and, and he's right back in it. So it's it's, it's still it's still a horse race here. It's not over yet. J Money DMB rounds out the top three with 789 points. So he's a further 27 points back from Crash. He's got 323 picks. Now, I mean, that's even, that's still 33 more picks than Crash, but only 34 spots. So the spots only make two pi- Yeah, only two picks behind uh, Heartbreak. Exactly, right? So it, the, the spots make all the difference in the world. So rounding out the top 10 leaderboard, we got LAA1305 in the four hole, Fonzie1588, yeah, Toe to Fly in six, Maggard103, Phoenix444. T Wiggs twelve oh one in a nine hole. Break it in number nine. DMB fan one hundred number ten. So uh, real close. Those can change around any given show. So keep at it. There's some prizes headed your way. Keep pushing at it. So on to questions. Joe M. I got one for you guys. Brikasachi um, says at ants marching. What hat? What gets chanted first at spec? Last stop, two step, or dodo? Hashtag ants podcast. Hashtag free dodo. Hmm, let's be honest. Uh, it's probably going to be two step at SPAC. Um, Why would you say I that? Think, I don't know. I mean, I don't think you're going to get Dodo masses chanting Dodo. I think you're uh, going to get all three. I think it's going to be last stop, two step, Dodo. <laughs> That's awesome. I'd be okay yes, with that. Can we do that? You, there you have it. So it is written, so it is done. It's Wait, up to you, SPAC. Make it happen. How does it go one more time, Jake? Last stop. Two step. No, no. <laughs> oh, I just thought you wanted some background music. Sorry. <laughs> I can tell you about the time. I remember when the dodo was finally killed. Can, can, I was, you know, I was alive back then. Can we chant for Jake's uh, story time? Story time. Story time. <laughs> Matt, you got a question? Uh, yeah, from uh, M. McKinney and his nickname on here, which I love, is Johnny Tsunami. That's great, and I'm pronouncing it Tsunami. Properly, just so you know. To tsunami, as Joe would say. To tsunami. Actually, hey, T Sun, am I? 
<laughs> wait, wait, wait. That was actually one of the points that like multiple people said to me that were said, hey, like the podcast, tell those guys to stop ragging on you um, about mispronouncing names. Multiple people said that. Funny to how me. no one's ever um, said that to me when talking about the podcast, so, only you. So we- so what you're telling me is your your mom and your sister and, and your long lost brother all came up to you and said they're making fun of you, Joe. People came up to me all weekend at Alpine too, and nobody complained about that with regards to the podcast. Stop. They're too they're they just afraid to to, to, to get the mat bite. Zero point zero. Anyway, Johnny Tsunami asks, why can Dave never seem to pick a good encore, especially when many were strong just last summer? Hashtag ants podcast, hashtag free dodo. I, I don't know. Do you know? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's if we knew that. If we knew that answer, holy cow! That is the mystery, probably of this, of this, this summer so far. Do you think it's safe to say that he doesn't think he's picking bad encores? Uh, I think he. I think he knows he's picking encores that are different than the past, which is good. But uh, yeah, I uh, he probably doesn't know that they're not great. Uh, I, eh, I would say my only complaint encores. would be a one song encore. I don't have a problem. Yeah, you might I try like mixing it up is a good thing. That's how you get other songs in rotation. Um, mm-hmm. One song encore would be my only gripe. Yeah, agree. Agree. This is a wow. Okay, this is great. Great episode for this kind of stuff. This never happens ever. This is the first time ever. Michael Devane at uh, DMB NYGSU or DMB Nagisu, as Joe might say, at Ants Marching. Are they going to play Dreaming Tree at SPAC? Stone? Save me? Hashtag Ants Podcast. Hashtag Free Dodo. No, Michael. They are never going to play Dreaming Tree at SPAC. They're never going to play Stone. They're never going to play Save Me. They're never, ever, ever going to play Dodo. Dreaming Tree. The Stone. Save Me. (laughs) (laughs) we got to get the chant going. This is going to be the most complex chant of all times. Everybody (laughs) haven't thrown a SPAC, just make sure you you play the SPAC when you're in the parking lot. Everybody has this down. You've got six songs in a row you have to chant. Last stop, two step dodos. Dreaming Tree Stones. Don't save me. Save me. Okay, got it. All right. It's up to you. We'll do it after the second song. Everybody got that second song after the second song. Second song. Now, if any of those songs are played first, just drop it out. Just, just. (laughs) No, 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 no. no. You can keep chanting it. Yeah, you got to keep chanting it. I don't think you can change. You can't change it on the fly like that, Jake. If, if they open with two-step, do you chant, play it again, play it again? <laughs> yes, they would do that. Spock would do that. Or Spock would do that. Spock, yes, thank you. Spock. Uh, who's got a question? Is it me? You, yeah, yeah, you do. It says Joe M. right there. <laughs> Tyler uh, Hensley at HensleyTyler44 says, uh, Ants Marching, when will we get the full list of hub stubs and how do we earn them? Hashtag ants podcast, hashtag free dodo, free dodo. Um, that is a good question. We have debated this. Um, and I think there's been a lot of interest because everyone seems to ask for my phone, uh, in order to, to look at the stubs and see how you get them. So I think at some point, maybe we, um, maybe we trickle them out, Matt. I don't know. We'll have to see. Um, don't have a set time there yet. Maybe an in-app purchase. Let's get some money out of this thing. (laughs) (laughs) 
see the stubs, Wait, yes. Ninety nine ninety nine. Is it like the Pokemon thing where you have to hold it up and get your hub? <laughs> you go to SPAC, you hold your phone up? That, that's an idea there. Hmm. Find there you have it. Find the patent stuff. pending, patent, patent pending, patent pending. <laughs> Well, Matt, you got a question? Yeah, Michael Caruso at mcaruso1031 asks, Ants, are there any tips for a first spec goer next weekend? Hashtag free dodo, hashtag Ants podcast. Tips for the first time going to spec? Um, I would say be prepared for a fun uh, parking lot tailgate session. It's, I think, one of the better places to depending tailgate. Where you, depending where you park, though. There yeah. are different places to park. There's the... There's the, the um, what's the word I want? The park, right? The park you can park in the park, or you can park in the venue. I'm talking about right? the right. I'm talking about the venue lots. They're actually a lot of fun. Yeah. So but, if you if you want to not have to hassle with alcohol because alcohol is not allowed in the park, um, go to the venue parking lots, which are the paved lots on on the will call side of Spec. Keep going. What other tips you got? Um, well, I haven't been there in about five years, six years. Do you have any thoughts since you go there and you do the Balls Fest thing, all that? Um, you know, other th- tips. I would say um, hopefully you were able to get upgraded from Lawn. Lawn's a little rough at SPAC. Um, it's probably worth the extra money um, in ticket price. Uh, but SPAC, SPAC's good. Um, it's got a balcony, and the balcony could actually be one of the better seats in the venue. Yes, that's true. So, Tough tickets uh, to get, though. Yeah, they actually kind of they are a little tough, but if you can get one, don't be bummed that you're like, oh, I got uppers. Uh, it's not this traditional sense. It's actually a really good view. You're really close to the band. It's not like you're on the uppers at like a stadium. Um, you're gonna be you're gonna be singing your heart out. So plan for that. Um, you know, most uh, importantly, uh, most yeah. importantly, don't forget. Last stop, two step, <laughs> do do, dreaming tree, stone. Right. Is it Stone or is it Stone? <laughs> we have to, we're gonna have to get a ruling on that. Stone. Stone. I would. Stone. I would highly recommend. Um, there's a thing from Saratoga that is unique to Saratoga. It's a food. It's called a doughboy. I would highly recommend you tr- you find yourself and get a doughboy. It's from Esperanzo. Joe, so you, you haven't gained that much weight. Don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah. It, it, you could either get it from down in downtown Saratoga, or they actually, at least they did last year, I believe they're doing it again, in the back part, at the very top of the venue, um, at the very top of the hill, there's a place where you can buy it there inside the venue. So um, I would highly recommend it. Um, grab a Doughboy while you're there. It's a what little, is in a Doughboy? It's like a mixture of, uh, it's got chopped up chicken and cheese and like, cream cheese and it's in like pizza rolled in pizza dough um and it's delicious i think it's gotten like a couple other things i'm thinking forgetting about but um it is actually the best thing i gotta get a dough boy if you're at um if you're at saratoga um i, I think that's amazing you know i'm probably th- forgetting some other stuff um posters will go like instantly fast so there's no place to buy it outside the venue go in and buy it right away um, and just have a blast. Everybody will be singing their hearts out. That's probably the best thing about SPAC is everybody, everybody there is sings and sings louder than any, any other place. So do it up. Um, how about a question for me, guys? You want me to throw one out there? Yes, please. All right. Um, Josh at Jay Sherns. What's Josh's last name? I'm sorry. Uh, his last name is Shermer. Wow. Yeah. I'm impressed. Hey. And he says, Ant Ant's marching. How do I convince myself to do to like 
death on the high seas like you guys obviously have. Hashtag Ann's podcast. Hashtag old and slow. Hashtag free cry freedom. Or excuse me, cry freedom. I thought I was going to say free cry freedom. Um, and hashtag soon. Hashtag spoon and then hashtag pay for what you get. Hashtag I'll back you up. Those are all in abbreviated form. And hey, hey, by the way, spoon, I'm all about that. I would love it. Um, but uh, you know how to convince yourself? I don't think you should convince yourself. I mean, just give it, open up your mind to it. I think too many people like Plastic Girl have closed themselves off to it and are not, not, not receiving, not opening up and giving it a chance. Give Death of the High Seas a chance. Give Plastic Girl a chance. That's all I can say. Hmm. I'll accept that. So what do you got, Matt? Rob at RoboBrum asks, what is the movers and shakers section of the stats? 40, number 40 is plus 950%. I don't get it. Hashtag and podcast. Hashtag free dodo. Hashtag free the D bird. Um, so I don't know where you're seeing. <laughs> I don't know where you're seeing 40 is listed at 950%. Um but allow me to direct you to well, anybody who's wondering movers and shakers is on the tour central index page to the right. And it shows a number of songs that have both positive and negative numbers. Now there's a question mark there, which really, when you have a question about something and there's a question mark, you should probably move your mouse over it. Ooh, Ooh. there it is. <laughs> movers and shakers are songs that are played at extremes of the frequency spectrum. Either there are either they are played much more often this tour than their historical average or much less. Does that make sense to anybody listening? So well, here's the deal, Matt. Matt, here's the deal yeah, that yeah. I'm going to run on your parade. Yep. Is there is a movers and shakers in personal stats, and the movers and shakers in personal stats does not have the question mark. Oh, well, okay. All right. So, for example, this tour. And that's why they have 40. We can fix that, sure. So, for example, this tour, Break Free, is at a 404.63% positive. That means Break Free is being played four times as often as its historical average. Conversely, two-step is a minus 90.82%. You're never going to have it being greater than a minus 100 because a minus 100 is it's never played. So you'll see that. But two-step is played 90% less than it usually is historically. Bartender, 87% less. Where are you going? 86% less. So that's what. So the three big jumps, the three big surprises that are seeing regular rotation that typically don't are break free sugar will and dive in. So that's your movers and shakers uh, statistic for tour central. Like it. Good question. Very good question. Yes. Joey Castro at Joey bets five asks hashtag ants podcast two step night to Alpine in the convo for best live performance of a song in their history. The power is like no other. No, it's not. <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. That's oh. all you got. No, no. I'm sorry. Let me do that again. Okay, ready? No, Joey, it's not. Mm. Okay, go ahead. What? What? You know, I just posted uh, today the Giant Stadium tour uh, concert poster. Yeah. Um, where Where do you hold two step from Giant Stadium? Two step from Giant Stadium is is the greatest example of you had to be there. Um, because when you listen to it, and it's been released live. It was released live on, I believe, the Best of What's Around uh, release, or maybe one right before that. Uh, listening to it, it's good, but not great. Um, but being there is like nothing else. Literally, everyone I've ever talked to that was there, with the rain pouring down and two-step being played, and just it's just like a out-of-body experience to people. That didn't happen in Alpine. 
So it's it's just you know it's not it's not. Yeah, I mean, we're, like, you guys you guys were both there. Is, does that even rank your top three two steps you've ever even heard? I didn't even I mean, think of I, it in that context. I could name two that I've seen with both you guys that were better than that. I mean, there really. is there are some just stellar two steps out there. Just stellar, stellar. We actually listened to uh, in the tail at the dance tailgate um, in Pittsburgh lots one from Pittsburgh that was two thousand. I can't remember the year. Um, that is just phenomenal, just so good. So yeah, I mean, there's there are a lot of good two steps, really, really unique two steps too, that yeah. make that make that difficult for Alpine. I'm sorry, Alpine. Alpine gets the uniqueness that you can say that they saved it for Alpine. You can say that, and it's gonna people can say no or yes, but you can pretend that or, or say. They save two steps for Alpine. That's that's the claim of fame you get. Um, another question from Colin Walker, uh, and it's at Colin Withak one or <laughs> Colin with a K one. I don't jump on me yet. <laughs> um, it says at March, and actually Colin, by the way, Colin stopped by at Charlottesville to the uh, Rockbridge Guitar event that we had. So what's up, Colin? Uh, he says uh, at and March. Actually, he's Colin's the guy that you sang Dodo with, right, uh, Matt? Why they got that wrong? I think I think he sang the bass. Yeah, I think you. I think that he's the Dodo. Matt sang tenor. This is yeah. your this is your dodo um, counterpart. Anyway, oh, okay. um, and ants marching with the has the band ever played a song after this long that was f originally a D and B song. I think it just I, means I, yep. That was not originally a D and B song. I think is what he's going for. Gotcha. I think so was, has this band ever played a song after the song that was not originally a D and B song like True Reflections? Hashtag Dare to Dream. Hashtag Ants Podcast and. You know, are we talking like Dodo is not a DMB song? Well, you know, technically speaking, song that Jane likes is not a DMB song. That is, that is true. Is a, that that is, is a is it, that's tough. It's a Tribe of Heaven song, technically speaking. Um, but you you could say without a doubt that the Dave Matthews Band has played all in the Watchtower since the beginning of the band. Right. So I, I I mean there are people that consider the version that DMB plays as much as their song as people consider All Along the Watchtower to be a Jimi Hendrix song. That's right. not an exaggeration. Commonly so, commonly done. Jake, what kind of hot pocket <laughs> are you having? Hot pockets are ready. Somebody said I'm on the periscope. I, I was say, is that a I truck believe, backing up? No, I, I think the I think the French fries are ready. I was not cooking them, but um, I can go down there and turn it off if I need to. No, I think everything's taken care of. One of the cats. Got I it. liked hearing you walk away from the source of the noise because it got quieter too. I, you scrambled. <laughs> <laughs> I, I started talking quick. really, really fast, really, really quick. <laughs> I think we got well one done. more, Matt. Well done, sure, yeah. And this is Keaton at a Dorian twelve asks ants. How do I listen to super old ants podcast? The Apple app says they are unavailable. You know, Nessa, I think somebody else asked this like a few months ago, and yes. it has to do and with then, the f- and Anissa. It must have been one of the ones. Somebody asked me this in the in the lot, and I think it might have been Anissa um, was asking about this exact thing. And I promised that I would look at this when we did the podcast. I think it's an older format um, that just doesn't get read in by the podcast app. We just simply need to convert the files to MP3s and re-update the metadata file on the list. Sorry, good question. Um, Definitely can get that fixed up for you, though. Thank you. Well, keep an eye on the Twitter. We'll let you know when it happens. Interesting. So we well, we just got it. We just did wrong for me. Okay. I think they're like M4A files instead of MP3, and I think they changed it a while ago or something like that. Interesting. That's Which an is, easy one. I don't one. know why we... the Apple Podcast app wouldn't play it, but it's, there's something going on. We'll fix it. 
They only created M4A for the most part, you know. Exactly. I don't know. Why and I could be wrong on that too, but we'll see. We'll see. So we've got okay. So thank you for your questions, everyone, and and definitely if you want to hit us up with more questions down the road, hashtag Ants Podcast, and we will check it out. So we got to uh, I think we got to most of them this week. So thank you very much for submitting. Uh, we have a two night stand coming up tomorrow and Wednesday in New Hampshire, but then we have the big Brand one. New venue. Yep, we have the big one though Friday and Saturday night at SPAC. At SPAC, I will not be there, but Joe will. Joe will. Yeah, which which of the two weekends do you think has a better shot of getting Dodo? SPAC. SPAC. Okay. Yeah. And speaking of SPAC, Will Sinclair asks us, what would it take from DMB to surprise you this weekend other than playing Dodo or, hey, up in that same category, not playing Jimmy thing? Great question. <laughs> Great I question. Because I would be just – I would more shocked than not playing Jimmy or I, them playing Dodo. Oh, my God. I would, I would, I would take – no, I won't. Can I say, should I say that? No, I'm. I would take them not playing Jimmy. You're going counterculture right now. I think I really don't think you believe that. No, I don't think I do either. <laughs> I mean, I just, Jimmy, like so many times this tour already, um, that that maybe I'm a little bit. Jimmy, yeah, well, Jimmy I mean, closed night one, night two, or both nights. Yeah, both or all three, or they played three times. I think there's only one that. thing that would really. There's only one thing that would really shock me from SPAC, and that would be last stop. Two-step, <laughs> do-do, dreaming tree, the stone, save me. Uh, well, that's... No, well, let me just say, I mean, SPAC does have, have high standards, and they've gotten double encores just just as recently as last year. They've gotten 40. Um, you know, they, 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 you know, they've gotten just a, a plethora of really good stuff. And I think that's where the, really where this question comes from is, you know, unfortunately, if, even if it's a really good show, people may be let down by spec, just given how, how good the shows have been as of late. So, well, it would take a lot to surprise people. I there, think there's, and, hope, um, there's hope, Joe, there's hope. I, what's the hope? I originally had planned to go to the show and change my plans fairly recently, so now I'm no longer going, so you guys are going to get a monster of a set. Is actually you may have taken one for the team. You may have <laughs> may have taken one for the team. Here comes I yeah, yeah, I heard it. Yeah, they're probably going to play Dodo at SPAC case, now. I heard then, that by the way. That was said to that's me. That's the case that. I'm going to need you to buy a flight and ticket to the rema- all the remaining shows that I have just so uh you can can keep that trend going. Remember said that's, like, that's every show though. Remember said person who I was trying to introduce to the band and talking on a few podcasts ago about what to play, right? Yeah. So yes. that person, they don't know the the feeling of, of being a fan like this or anything like that. But I told um, her of the plans about the, the change and how I'm no longer going to Saratoga. And she goes, they're going to play Dodo probably. <laughs> Even she knows. <laughs> wow. Yep. Wow. Thank yep. you for taking one for the team. Yeah. Initiated. Consider it. You will. You will be met. You will be missed. Sorry, oh, you can't make. Yeah. It. That's okay. You guys have fun for me. Awesome. We well, thanks again for listening to the Ants podcast. Thanks to all of our Periscopers, our Ants Plus members, our DMB Hub users, everybody. Uh, thank you very much, especially to Sam Adams Beer for sending us some free, drinkable adult beverages. Delicious. Yes. Delicious. Thank you very much. They were, they were absolutely outstanding. Yep. I'm, mine was gone halfway through the pod. I'm ready for another. Yeah, I killed that thing. Yeah, you guys are the best. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We will see you next time. Have a safe week. Thanks for listening to the AntsMarching.org podcast. 
Visit AntsMarching.org and be part of the largest DMB community on the Internet. Show downloads, tour central, personal show stats and set list game, and so much more. AntsMarching.org, the best stop for all things DMB. One word and you talk, one step and then you walk, I can't believe. 